and welcome back to The Latecomers. I'm Amity. I'm Lemuel. And this week, I'm going to say my own name a whole bunch. Yeah, it's unusual. We are talking about season two, episodes seven and eight of Castle Rock. Before we get into the show and just so many instances of my own name, uh, how was your week? Uh, my week has actually been very busy. It's been warm here, too. It's been and very so I've warm. I've been out in a lot of really warm weather. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's actually, it's a little bit nice. Uh, it's easy for it to become too much, though. Yeah, our problem is that we live on the second floor and we don't have any, what's the word I'm looking Air for? Air conditioning? Air conditioning. So, and we have allergy sufferers in the house, so we can't open windows outside mm. of a couple of closed off rooms. So there's no airflow. So outside, it's very pleasant right now. But in our apartment, it's very hot right now. Yeah. And that sucks a little bit. It does. In this room, it's even hotter. Yep. Because we're all sealed up. Because mm-hmm. the freeway is right outside. And if we leave your windows open, then this whole podcast just sounds like, shh. And nobody wants that. Nope. <laughs> I think I've proven that nobody wants that. So, you ready to get into these episodes? absolutely ready. All right, so we're going back in time in this first episode again, but f- much further than last time. So okay. last time we went back in time yes, to 1994. This, is a jump. this time we went back to 1619. Uh, when the shores of America were first plagued by Europeans. <laughs> in this case, French people, French colonists. Uh, there is, the episode's called The Word. What is The Word? This is a blasphemous episode. Yes. <laughs> Typically the, when I would say to you the phrase, what is The Word, what would you say? Oh, well, I think at the beginning of the book of John, in the beginning it was The Word, and The Word was with God, and The Word was God. The Word was God. And the idea is in that... this movie... Right. Or in this show, The Word is Amity. <laughs> well, what I think... And we'll talk about it as the episode goes on. The notion of the word in the beginning of the book of John is God becoming incarnate through Jesus Christ. This is something else entirely becoming incarnate and beginning a new religion. So there's a sort of a prophet who evangelizes it. There's lots of wrong things that happen, but I think we'll go through the synopsis first and then... Yes. So we are going to see uh, the return of a character from season one. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are also going to see what is happening in the bodies yeah. of the people that we've been seeing, knowing that they're not who they were, but not quite sure who they are now. And uh, so we start, and we're in the past, and it's crappy, y'all. It's yes, it real bad. The land is rotten, unsurprisingly, if anybody's ever heard the phrase Castle Rock, to hear that the land is rotten. Livestock is dying. Uh, livestock is dying. Nothing grows in the fields. Mm-hmm. Um, this group of French settlers, uh, led by uh, a stern and unyielding man, uh, is is living there. And then his daughter, mm-hmm. my namesake, Amity Lambert, or Lambert. The sheepish lion. <gasps> yes, she is sheepish. She is. Who suffers from what appears to be a seizure disorder. Right. Uh, like most prophets. 
and is having an affair with the very handsome minister. Priest? Priest, probably, right? Yeah, it's hard to tell 16, 19, it's probably a priest. Probably. And they're French. Although this seems like a reform kind of... um, it feels puritanical, but right. I don't know what the French version of the Puritans were. The Puritans were de- decidedly Anglo-Saxon in nature. Uh, so she and he are getting it, getting it on, and uh, and then they are both banished, banished from Baby Castle Rock. Huguenot. Huguenot. Huguenots. 17th century, 16th, 17th century French Protestants, largely Calvinist. But that would be too late, wouldn't it? No, uh, not really. The term has origin in 16, early 16th century. This is early 17th century, yeah, so that's not be. that far. Yeah. And they've you know, sailed across an ocean, so they will have mm-hmm. a difference here from where they were because right. they aren't getting updates on the rag. Sailed across the ocean to slaughter Indians, take their land, and then find a nation founded in peace and liberty. Peace and liberty, yes. where the strong survive. And where you have the very best diseases to drive people away. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. I just was like, yeah, I was wondering what they were, too. And she and... What is... August, Augustine? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Who is the the person who has possessed Ace's body? Mm-hmm. Uh, they are exiled. And... In, while in exile, he is ill, and she is drawing. Because she draws from the fire. She burns a stick and draws in her book. It's pretty rad, actually. Yeah, it seems like she, in the very first, um, she accuses her father of misleading this group of settlers, claiming that they're receiving messages, or he's claiming to receive messages from God, and at the same time, everything is going really awful. So she goes, either you're not receiving messages from God or you're not a real prophet. Right. And so he's like, get out. Bink. Mm-hmm. And well, you, because she you, has a seizure. Well, she has a seizure and, and they, mm-hmm. they know that she's sleeping with the I priest. love how they save that information for just then. So they are kicked out. Right. And they are out. And that is where we are. And I've said this already, I feel like. And uh, she... An angel comes upon her, but that angel is not an angel. No, it's not. Y'all, we're not going to see the face of the angel till the end, but Mm-mm. he's not an angel. Not an angel. Uh, so an angel comes to her, and she brings back a bounty of vegetables. I don't know where she gets all this food, like but all of a sudden... there's so many syllables, the word vegetables. I like it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad. There are a lot of syllables. You should eat more of them. Three syllables worth at least. And she goes back. I don't know how she gets in because they have definitely a barricade locked the yeah. gate behind her. But I guess they can't just have the gate locked all the mm. time. Uh, and she brings a bunch of vegetables and the area seems fertile again. I don't mm. know how. It, it's a weird skip in time that we don't yeah. know how it happens. But uh, she... She brings everything back and is giving this food out, and as her father still stands to condemn her, Mm -hmm. these dads condemning their daughters, man, it's not cute. Uh, Then everybody prefers, you know, the food and the nice face. They preserve... And they bow before her, and she puts hands on her. Their religion with cucumbers, then without cucumbers. 
apples. I think Here, she's handing out apples. Have some squash. Oh my god, squash. And at that point, I guess they either imprison or kill everyone who doesn't follow them. They imprison them at first, and then she's receiving messages from her angel that tell her it's time to kill dear old dad and and the non-believers. Yeah, there's um there's jumps. Um, um they also take the Christ off the cross and then have sex on the altar, altar which is you know, fine, whatever. <laughs> and she so now she's basically got occults. She's got, you know, executions, ritual suicides, which we don't get to until the end. Um so there, they dig down into the earth, which is mm-hmm. becomes, I guess, this deep basement under the Marston house. And all of the people, I guess they had some bounty, but it didn't last long. And so mm-hmm. they've been told that they're going to go to sleep for a hundred years or 400 years, years yeah. for 400 years and come back. Um, and then sort of rule the world at that point. Because this world is a pile of crap. We're not coming back till there are iPhones. So, deuces. And so the way that they all get to kill, kill or get to get to die, and the first person to do it is a child, which is mm-hmm. a weird choice, is to swallow a scarab and then get your throat cut. Swallow the scar- th- scarab, catch your well, throat. That was another one where it just, like there's so many weirdly profane images in this particular episode where there were moments where, I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily affect other people, but of the three people watching it, I was constantly uncomfortable. But understanding why they're doing it, 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 it wasn't offensive for the sake of being offensive as much as it was like they're doing this inversion. It's, an, it's right. a clear inversion, right? Uh, and the, the um, Your she, God didn't do it, so we're right. doing this new thing with this new God. The moment that she puts, like she's handing out, like she's giving them the communion. Right. Yes. Open your mouth. I'm going to put this bug in, in your mouth. In your it's mouth. Like it's Which you have to swallow. I presume you have to swallow it before she cuts your throat. I don't right. know how. Mm. And so she kills everybody. And there's this like cut to scene where there are just all of these caskets around them. And it's just Augustine and Amity left. And she gets into her box and he's mm. going to kill her. And he sa- she says to him, you're going to come back first and I'm going to come back last. See you in 400 years. It'll pass by like it's nothing. Deuces. She eats a scarab. He cuts her throat. Yum. Then we come back. And what we're seeing in current times, mm-hmm. the Marson house is getting all of these. Uh, it's it's getting murals. All right. these murals of these incidences happening. Uh, very much in the style that Amity would draw. They're in sepia tones and single colors. They look like charcoal drawings on the walls. And Augustine, or Ace, is um, he shows up to uh, volunteer for the uh, Castle Rock Parade for the 400th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So the thing that's going to happen is they're going to have a parade that ends in front of the church, and then there are going to be four days of celebration leading up to the 400th anniversary. Right. So that's the timeline that we're looking at. And uh, we've got a whole bunch of the followers who are back at right. this point. And we do see at some points presumably what he sees. Mm-hmm. So like we'll see Ace and then it'll sort of go around him and it'll be the actor that played Augustine. Right. 
And when he, we see through his eyes again, what he sees are not the people in the present, but the people from the past in period garb. And I'm just like, I get what they're doing, but I don't know that he's actually seeing that. Well, like, it's confusing because when they're brought back, resuscitated, they have to sort of announce who they are. So it gives the impression that there's a, a, a process like... I was trying to remember it. Well, it's not even that they announce who they are. So when you mm. wake up, right, yeah. you're, you've been dead for 100 or 400 years and you're in somebody else's body. And the face you're looking at is not the face that you are familiar with. Right. Right? So Ace's face is not Augustine's face. It's not. By right. a long shot. By a face of Ace. Fair country mile. So he has to say, I am mm. the person that you know as whoever. Mm-hmm. And you are. And I think they all ha- still have... We know that there are two blood types, and is it in this episode or the next? No, it's the next, where um, Chris is fighting off mm-hmm. um, his uh, interloper. Right. Uh, that they share memories. So there is, they have to reassign who they know in their head and the face that they are familiar with to this new body. That is what they're doing. They're not like, I am well, so-and-so. No, what That's I mean not what's happening. When it was confusing for me in the scenes where he's looking out in the crowd and seeing other people and recognizing them and maybe it's like, okay, do they automatically see each other as a person that they were, or is that... A no, that's the thing. And I don't think that they do, which is why I think it does a disservice when we yeah. see them that way. Um, I almost wish that they had shown, like, if they'd done a thing around Ace where they show Ace, and they show the actor that mm-hmm. August Augustine, and then they go back around and it's back in Ace, and that is who we see. Mm-hmm. Because I do not think that they're seeing the shell, like, the ghost of yeah. the person... Um, I think they just, it, it's a way to get us to understand that they are mapping these personalities onto these new bodies, Yeah. but they're not doing that if they're seeing the old bodies. Yeah. So it's just, it's a, it's a weird choice that I don't particularly love, but it's an interesting concept. We also follow Annie who has been arrested sort of, not really though, because she's been taken by a cop that's, you know. Right, but in the uh, beginning, we're given the impression that she... she's and, She basically right. admits to everything, and the cop is like, well, walk me through it. And she's like, I did it, I did it. And he's like, what ha- What happened? What about the syringe? Whose who's mm-hmm. prints will I have in the syringe? Well, a lot of people touched that syringe. Well, of course, a lot of people yeah. did. Mostly Joy, who definitely used it to plunge into what's-her-face's arm. And... uh then they're allowed to see each other before we know that that cop is mm-hmm. one of the one other of the, people. Right. Um, and then they're both taken to the Marsden house and they're allowed to stay there. As long as they're there, they're safe. As soon as they leave, they will be uh, interfered with by, you know, all manner of state bureaus of investigation and child protective services. And I'm like, well, how are you going to stop that from happening anyways uh we also have a scene of abdi um after talking very briefly to doc or to pop rather uh 
and being like, why did you have to tell her that I knew? Like, what the fuck, you narc? Pop says, you know, shit's going down. Something's up with Ace. He's buddies with your, Mm -hmm. you know, right-hand man up there at the Marsden house, and they're doing some shit. And so look out. And and Pop thinks it's a hostile takeover, which it it is, but also it is. On a different level. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, Abdi goes up to go looking to see what's up at the Marston house and comes upon three upside-down crosses, one of which has one of his dudes on it and one of which has a cop on it. Mm. So, and at that point, he's just like, uh, I'm going to bounce. And we don't actually see him again for the whole rest of these two episodes. Right. Uh, so you were like, did Abdi die? And I'm like, no, I think he just ran away and we just haven't picked him up again. There's a lot of threads in this one. Um, because Pop turns into... Um, Pop private detective. Well, Pop... It's like Matlock, only a little more mean? bite to it. What do you mean? Why? Detective. Uh, he goes to... He starts backtracking to find out exactly why Ace was visiting the prison. Because he knows that Ace... Yes, is that's right. He goes to Shawshank, which is a cool image yes, of Tim okay. Robbins going into Shawshank. Right. After Tim Robbins tried so very hard to get out of Shawshank, and he goes and visits his brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Who are Ace and Chris's dad. Right. Yeah, that's right. And what happens in that scene? Um, he finds out that uh, Ace has been paying for the privilege of... Well, first of all, he, you find out that Ace and his brother are actually the kids of his brother-in-law. Right. Well, who, we knew that he was right. their uncle. And that he had murdered their, their mom. He didn't murder them. They were in a car accident that he was driving. Was it? Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I misunderstood what was happening. Yeah, it was, a, it was a car accident where he was, I believe, intoxicated. Right. And it killed her. He was driving and it killed so her. So he's in li- life in prison. Yeah. And from there, there's a little bit of unraveling that leads to Ace has been back. He visited here to his dad for the first time in years and years and years. And then he paid off the, the guards to go and see the guy in the cell beneath the... The prison. But there is no guy in the cell. There's just a pile of clothes. Again, sort of evoking a rapture image almost. Yeah. Um, so that's right. This is heading back to when I was watching the first season. I was convinced that, you know, this character in the, the basement was evil. And instead we're given a story that says, oh no, he just switched places Right. Uh, but here it seems now, like, well, no... when we get to the end right. of this episode, that's proven to be a lie. Uh, so, and, and when Ace is questioned, I believe, by Pop, mm-hmm. um, he's like, you know, it's we're just bringing Salem's Lot and Castle Rock together in harmony. And I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah, so there's the statue that Ace has brought to the... Mm-hmm. To the Midsummer Wicker Man celebration. Yeah, it is very much like that. To the parade, uh-huh. and he unveils it, and when people see it, they are uh, hypnotized by it. Right. And just stop and stare. Pop doesn't... I don't know if it's because he doesn't see it, or because he's the, of the chemo and the mm-hmm. and the weed that he's been doing. He doesn't... He is not under their thrall, and so he's able to get away. Um, the way the scene was shot, 
it looks like he never physically looks at the statue. Yeah. Because he's out to cause a ruckus. That's right. They and they pull him, him away. The yeah, car. the cops try and pull him out. And when and the statue is unveiled, his back is to it, and he sees everyone yeah. get mesmerized. Yeah, that's true. So it might, you know, he either sees one him, And then he runs. Yes, he has this presence of mind. He's a guy who's been in dangerous situations, and he knows when it, he's in over his head. Yeah. And then finally we go back to Fran- uh, to you know 400 years ago and mm. we see Amity um coming upon this or this angel coming upon her again and this time we see his face and his face is the face of Bill Skarsgård. Oh, right. No, yeah. it's Pennywise. <laughs> so he was here in this reality 400 years ago, right. which means he didn't just hop across 30 no. years ago or whatever. I knew yeah. there was something wrong with him. Yeah. So. Which I I really like this episode. I yes. think that it, it ties in a lot because the whole, well, when you read Salem's Lot, or even the two versions of the film that we've seen, um, or the two versions of the story that we've seen, the film versions, they all seem to emphasize on some evil that stretches way back in time. And this episode sort of captures it like an origin story for the reason why everything in this town has gone wrong. Yeah. And um, and it's hard to sort of delineate these two episodes because the next one is called Dirty, and it most of the first one is the flashback stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting a lot of stuff now. So I was sort of blending the two in right. together. So you you see almost none of Annie and Joy in that episode. Yeah. Uh, you see them in custody, but that just means that the cops are holding them at their cottage. Like they're not in a police, yeah. they're not in a police station. They're not in a cell. They're not. They're at their place, and the cops are there. Then mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, and that, but most of it is um, people getting suspicious or people putting their plan in motion, and then the history. Right. Like what what had happened was, uh, so we go into season or episode eight, which is called, as we said, dirty. I thought it was called clean, but it's called dirty. The last episode's called clean. Oops. And spoiler alert: a lot of stuff happens, but it feels pretty light. Uh-huh. This one because it feels like a bunch of setup for the last two episodes. Right, and I was surprised that it didn't end with this episode. Because it was moving at a breakneck pace, really. Which is what, yeah, and then yeah. we are like, whoa, whoa, now let us, you you knew that something was mm. up with Ace and that these people were coming back and they spoke French, but you didn't know what the story there was. So right. let's give you that story. Um, and that was in, what, episode seven of the mm-hmm. entire thing. So that's an interesting timing thing. Um so now they've done two episodes that were almost entirely flashback. Right. And then this episode is very much like, let's just put the pins in place for us to knock over in the final mm-hmm. scene, uh, or the final final two episodes. So Annie and Joy are at the Marsden house. Joy is distraught because she feels like she, you know, killed her birth mother, which she did not not kill her birth mother. Right. I mean, she didn't pull the trigger. The gun went off. This is why you shouldn't have a gun if you don't know what the fuck you're doing with a gun. Because it's more likely to kill you than anyone else. Uh, and don't go willy-nilly around the syringes. It's not. A, it's a bad combination. Mm. Bad combination. So she's feeling rubbish. 
Annie feels terrible also, but that is because Ace has taken her meds and given her placebos. Gazebos. Gazebos. They're bullshit. (laughs) And uh, that is to clear out her body because he feels like because she's the one who killed his vessel, Mm -hmm. it makes the most sense that she is the one for the vessel for Amity. But they know that the psychiatric medications will fuck that up. So they've got to get her her body clear of that stuff. So she's taking pills through this whole episode and is, in fact, not taking anything that's going to help her. And, really, and she starts seeing mom. Which is really appropriate for Mother's Day, which is when we watched that it. That is, we did watch it on Mother's Day. That's um, true. That uh, she's seeing mom. Mom does not look the worst, uh, does not look... She looks, looks the worst soggy. She's right. soggy and she's covered in seaweed and she's also... Repeatedly telling her to kill her daughter. <laughs> so she that's to clean her daughter. Yep. Can't stay clean in this mm. dirty world with these dirty birds, so you gotta kill her. Gotta take her out. I tried to do it for you and I failed. Yep. Now you gotta do it for her. And I'm like, that is fucked up. That's bad mothering. Uh and Annie knows that she shouldn't be seeing these things, but she's taking the pills. She's taking the pills. But he got like good placebos. I don't know where he got them. And uh, at the same time as Ace is messing with her, he's also messing with Chris. So he tells Chris, who has switched over, mm-hmm. to say, to, basically, it's time for you to deal with this doctor. The doctor being Nadia, his mm-hmm. lover, and um, badass bitch. Because when Chris is like, okay, I'll go deal with her, he goes and he puts his hands around her throat. And she promptly uh, chokes him out with her stethoscope. <laughs> it's rad. I and then she translates. They forget that both her and Abdi came from a war zone. Yeah. They're, they're, Although they were kids when they yeah, came but over, still, but they're scrappy. Both right, of them exactly. are scrappy. Um, and they grew up in this crappy town, so yes. between those two experiences... I'm like, be... I have a sense that Ace beat the shit out of both of them on right. the reg, so yeah, they're, they're not going to put up with it. Yeah. So she chokes him out, and then we we cut to her wheeling him in, on a gurney in an mm-hmm. empty hospital, and I'm like, how did she get... She's strong... But I don't know how she moved his unconscious ass body. It's not about. I don't. It's not for us to know. So they're in the hospital, which is empty, because as the one patient who's there says, they went out to watch the parade and they never came back. Whoops! That statue is really doing a collection number, and Mm -hmm. people are just walking through the town. Um. Enamored. That's not the word I want, but like totally. Hypnotized and raptured is one. Mesmerized is also a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got that one person in the hospital that tells her that everything else dark. It's very you know Halloween too. Like mm-hmm. what's going on in this hospital? It's empty and it's creepy. Right. And she's got Chris, you know, strapped to a gurney, and she puts Haldol in him. And when she, he wakes up, he's like fighting and saying, you know. I can't hold him off. And she's like, you're having a psychotic break. I put Haldol, I, you know, I gave you Haldol. And he's like, I'm not having a psychotic break. There's somebody else in me. Get him out of me. He's too strong. And then he comes to the forefront. She she doses him three times with Haldol, which is insane. And it, at the last point, like, he gets off the gurney at mm-hmm. one point And almost like he's got, we've got two cops coming in. Threatening the other patient, in fact, killing her. I believe yeah, they did. They killed um, her because they're gonna. They're like, the trade yourself right. for this woman, and well, she they, doesn't they do chase it. Chase her into the, the 
the um, the locked room, the locked medicine the, room, yeah, medicine room, which apparently has like shatterproof glass. Or it does glass. bulletproof glass, yeah. And they and it's a tough scene because they take the one patient surviving, yes, and well, an old woman who did not ask for right. this. They're going to shoot her in the head if the doctor doesn't open the door and let out the guy on the gurney and and turn herself over to be killed. She, right. I mean, they're, they're making no bones about the fact she is going to die. Yes. Um, and Chris comes to the forefront mm-hmm. enough to say, I'm not here. Don't try and save me. You've got to kill me because right. this dude has taken over and he's not going to stop. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because he has died. Yeah. They killed him. He, the priest put that big thing in his neck. Monstrum. Right. Monstrum. So, yeah, he's not coming back. He's here temporarily, but he is not going to be able to like come back to life. That's not a thing. So... Um, she, it, I do think it's interesting because we don't see a lot of their relationship, mm-hmm. but we get a lot out of the way that those two actors acted right. this last, these last scenes together. And ooh, especially the dude that plays Chris, he has to fight up off of a gurney and like, yeah, I was mentioning at the time, his physical performance here. He's strapped to a gurney. He's struggling with this possessing personality. It looks like he's seizing. He's right. like... He is giving a hell of physical yeah. performance. I'm looking at going, how on earth did this man not burst a blood vessel? Doing it looks like he might have. He right. may have come out with some uh, petechiae in his right. eyes. He, he just really goes for it in terms of this performance. And he's able to very cleverly pretend to overcome the doctor and let in the two cops. And it turns out, no, no, he's fooled you. He's not actually a 400-year-old Frenchman. He's a guy from New England. And between him and the doctor, they're able to kill the possessed persons, but not before Chris himself is shot. Yeah, he's, he's takes, again, he takes a bullet for her, which... Makes sense because he's yeah already dead. He is a meat shield at this point, and and treats his body as such. Mm-hmm. So, um, and to protect a woman that he clearly loved, right. like he clear they were clearly in love with each other, right? Um, Which makes the story even more sad. It sucks. Yeah, I'm like poor Nadia, man. Like, Nadia has a bad <sighs> story. Um, I think the mom, Joy's mom, also has a terrible story. Oh yeah, Rita. I thought you meant. Annie's mom, no, no, but no. okay. Rita I'm has like, a terrible story where yes. she's like, uh, they I, are, they are strong wi- women who are victimized terribly right. in all manner of ways and, and it, can't seem to get the, out of it. The fact that Rita's dead really makes Annie so much less sympathetic because she never gives up when she's first talking to Ace or not Ace, uh, one of the cohort, uh, the police officer who's been converted. Uh-huh. She still is clinging to the idea of this false story, and I'll tell you the whole truth, the whole truth, the whole truth. I did everything. And well, of course she does. Lie. She's going to because she, uh, the whole mm. truth is that Joy's going to jail. Right, but she's, she's still not going to do Rita that too, in a way. Well, you know, of course. Oh, well, to Rita be fair, into my house, didn't she? she? Shoot me? Didn't she? Yeah, but not. Wasn't like, she? I'm sorry, but well, no, no, no. Yes, Rita was in, was in the light. Rob her, she but. Was, None of the things that Annie said about what Rita did were lies. She was a good She robber. just didn't give 
Well, she was going to take her life. That's a form of robbery, I would say. It's a life she stole from Rita. <laughs> I don't disagree with okay. you. I am just saying, the lie. She's not lying when she yeah. says she broke into her house and she was going to rob and kill me. Yeah. Because that is exactly what the fuck she was going to do. <laughs> she was going to kill her and take her daughter. And mm-hmm. that, if that's not robbery and, you know. Right. It, it, to she, her mind, you know. I guess. So, well, her mind is broke. Ken, remember, she's taken a lot of gazebos. Um, so we leave Nadia in the hospital with ne- no one to turn to. I think she's going to have to turn back to Pop because Pop mm. is one of the only people. Pop and Abdi, I believe, are both safe from this situation. The last thing that happens is that the Marsden house, uh, Annie finally gets into the basement, which always has that, what was it, an Abus disc padlock? Oh, You're right. like, you recognize the Long lock. Long shackle. I was like, ooh, nerd. Well, no, <laughs> you just see them every day and you're like, ha-ha. I recognize it. And she goes down all of the steps to find all the dead bodies and then goes back up all of the steps to mm. hear somebody say, you know, kill anyone you find or whatever. Right. So she scoops Joy, and they go outside, they walk outside, and immediately they see all of the townspeople just staring Mm -hmm. in one direction, and she's just like, and I was like, cover yourself in blood, and then walk the same speed as them. It was very, um, very uh, walking dead. Um, But they try and sort of eat, it doesn't look like these people are dangerous. There are people who are awake, The, the, the... the people who have been taken over by the French colonists mm. are awake and alert and active in this right. situation. But the townspeople who have been sort of enthralled, right. they are just docile and standing. They're yeah. not they're not dangerous really to them, other than obstacles. So they start to go one way and then they realize that they've been seen. Ruth from <laughs> Snowpiercer. Uh, and sort of six the cop on them, and so then they try to go another way to go towards a um a, a truck to try and drive out of there, um, and they are surrounded by like hundreds of people, yeah. so it's it's tight and it's it's rough going, and uh as Annie fights off one of them, I think the cop to get Joy away from them, Joy catches sight of the statue, I guess, right, she and does. she joins the herd. No, one thing that we missed. The other thing that happened was, yeah, sorry, was everybody's like, is it Annie? Are you sure Annie is mm-hmm. the vessel? Are you sure? And Ace is like, prove me wrong. And they're like, then they find a picture that Joy has drawn. Right. And they're like, oh, this looks just like the drawings that Amity did. And mm-hmm. is it possible that Joy... Is the vessel. Is the vessel. The 16-year-old. Of course she is. She is. She doesn't take any medications. He asks not gracefully. So we know that she doesn't have that particular issue. Um, They don't mention virginity or anything, which I appreciate. Because I'm like, that'd be some hypocritical shit. Yeah, because Amity (laughs) was active. Yes. And, uh... But she doesn't have the medicine in her. And she does... She now has killed somebody. Right. So she meets all the requirements, I guess. And Annie was is is more like the vessel to the vessel. Like I think that Joy 
is almost at a point where she's sick of being alive. Because her story well, is really miserable. Yeah, you know? she hasn't had any time to process any of yeah. this. And now she's enthralled. So I don't think she's going to put up a huge fight. That's yeah. the other thing. It's like, you know, my my mom's my sister. My I killed my actual mom. I've been lied to this whole time. Right. You know, and I haven't had any time to process any of it. And now you're just like, Telling me that I don't have to deal with anything? Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Let's do whatever that is. So I don't think she's going to put up a huge fight. Uh, but that's what we're going to find out in the last two episodes, is who puts up a fight and how. I want to see an explosion. Do you think there's going to be an explosion? I think there's going to be an explosion. I think it's going to be the Mars in the house. Do you think they're going to blow up the Mars in the house? I think they're going to blow up the Mars in the house. Somebody needs to blow up the Mars in the house. <laughs> it's about time. Uh, and we know there's explosives around because they're dynamiting. That was part of the, the first episodes. They're creating the foundation for what was going to be the new shopping mall. Yes. Yeah, there should be explosives. There, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a construction site. There's always explosions and explosives in a construction site, right? If the movies have Plus, Pop definitely has got some oh, yeah. explosion, explosives at the Emporium, Glorium. If the movies have taught me anything, is construction sites all have explosions and fights all start in bars. Uh, yeah. So, we're going to find out what happens. Next episode is called Carpe Diem. Buyer beware. No. It's not called Carpe Diem. It's called Caveat Emptor. There we go. I was right about the English. I was wrong about the Latin. Um, It's called Caveat Emptor. And then the last episode is called Clean. And we will be watching both of those episodes for next Next week. Mm -hmm. In the meantime. In the meantime. Have you watched anything that you would like to recommend to anybody? Um, No. (laughs) You're bad at this. You haven't been recommending stuff. I did. I recommended Pocket of the Winter Snowman last week. The soldier, mm, winter soldier, uh, winter snowman. You barely did, and then you said that you hadn't. <laughs> I, I did, and I, I, I'm seeing something, but I don't know if I can recommend it yet. Ooh. Is the issue? Um, so I really want to finish the program. I have uh, an episode and a half to go. Is it a thing I'm watching too? Um, it's uh, exterminate all the brutes. Oh yeah, no, I have not started watching because I haven't girded my loins yet. Well, there's two <sighs> real issues, which one of which is it's heinous. Yeah. And it has enough actual real footage of actual atrocities to where it's hard to watch, even if it's something that should be watched. And also the other issue I'm having right now is that there's a kind of a presentation of style that I think is almost distracting at times. So I really want to finish it before I go, okay, all of this leads to a point to where I can say this is really worth watching. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm cautious about it right now. Watch it. Have you seen anything? Not really. Oh, my God. I mean, I've been in ink mastering. Y'all know I have been ink mastering. I'm up to season 10. So. Have you seen any good tattoos? I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Quite a few. Uh, what was I watching? What else was I watching this weekend? Because I stopped. I didn't watch Ink Master like at all last week, but mm-hmm. I didn't really watch anything last week. So I turned on YouTube. I can't recommend going to YouTube, though. Nope. That's... I think I've been... It's not it's healthy It's been really or good. hard because 
I spent a lot of time out of the house last week. Yeah. Doing this and doing that. And so in coming home, there was, you know, I had a half, a half an hour here, a half an hour there. Yeah. And so it wasn't really enough to sit down and watch things. And there are things on my list. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff I want to mm. watch and just not a lot of stuff I wanted to watch. Yeah. If that makes sense. Where yeah. I was just like, it's, you're in an overheated apartment that was no... For this, sorry, I didn't think a thing was going to make a noise. I started the Shadow and Bone sh- series on Netflix, but mm-hmm. I watched one episode. Right. So, I don't know. You never know <laughs> when it, also a show that you're really enjoying just is suddenly going to take a turn. Which happens too, it's like you want to recommend something and yeah, then... Yeah, and then you're after, like, oh, but don't watch after yeah. 7 or whatever, yeah. Mm, yeah. So, and... You and I both just got um, Apple TV subscriptions for free because mm-hmm. we just got Apple products, and that's how they do. So we will be watching Lizzie's story in this yeah. podcast, with this podcast. So that's a new development on that front. Right. Um, but I haven't signed up for it yet, and I think there's a bunch of stuff on there I'm interested to see, but also I haven't heard anybody it's talk about, so I'm just like... Amazing how much content there is now. You guys, there's too much content. It's amazing how much money there is for content. I mean, I um, I look back at... There's no parallel for what's happening right now in entertainment. There's so many things fighting for your attention, so many quality things fighting for your attention. Yeah, yeah I don't see how people even make a choice what to watch. Sometimes I get overwhelmed and I, you know, can't bother. Yeah, and and... So much stuff is undergoing these big changes. Like, you see, NBC decided they're not going to air the Golden Globes next year. Really? Because there's just too much uh, white supremacy, I think, is basically the main thing. So they're like, get your act in gear and we will see you in 2023. Yeah, I think the Oscars, I think those used to be mainstays on television. And I don't know that they will be around much longer because there really isn't an audience for them. They, you know, the the audience was almost, like, it was really bad. And they're like, this is the end of the Oscars. I'm like, it isn't. Well, but it's that nobody watched movies last year, except that's not yes. even true. Everybody watched the movies that were nominated because they were all in our homes this right. year. But what I, I mean by... But when you put a movie in my house... Mm-hmm. I'm not in a hurry to watch it. Well, what I mean by saying that I, don't, I think it's going to be a thing of the past is that we have so much instant celebrity. It used to be if you were a person, my generation, and you liked movies and movie stars, this was some place to see them all dressed up and show up, and they're all in one room. But that's, there's not a novelty to that anymore. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think for the last... 15 years, that's why people right. were watching I mean, it. Well, other than the outfits. but Certainly an element of it, though. And it just, it's, there's not novelty to it, really. Um, and the whole, as you mentioned, white supremacy, though, it was a foregone conclusion, it used to be, that you could predict the winners without even um, ever watching any of the films. It was just a matter of knowing, oh, no, they're going to choose this, they're going to choose yeah. that, they're going to choose this. Which changed a little bit, but yeah, then, you know, changed back with Green I was Book shocked and... that... Silence of the Lambs won anything, because that was a real outlier at the time, like a full-blown horror movie. Um, but uh, but yeah, so... I, I don't think that The Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie. You don't think so? I wouldn't classify it as horror, no. Huh. I'm sure... I, this is, an I'm sure, an ongoing debate. Um, I would call it a, a thriller rather than a horror movie. Yeah, but there's just... 
Yeah. I mean, it's certainly more genre than you would expect, for sure. But then Guillermo del Toro's movie won it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, that the film Sex that he fish. won <laughs> is almost undefinable what that was. It's a, it's an, a fairy tale. There we go. All of his movies are... Effectively, they're all fairy, fairy tales. tales. Yes. Um, and they're of the grim variety rather than of mm-hmm. the... Well, Hans Christian Andersen could be pretty heinous too um but yeah real fairy tales were upsetting and his movies i think are modern day fairy tales uh yeah yeah so yeah no i don't i don't know maybe read a book i'm not doing much of that either draw a picture draw a picture draw a picture paint Paint. I haven't painted in a month and a half. I got. I've been playing with Procreate, so I'm painting mm. on an iPad. But I have not. I saw you draw a picture of a cat. Pulled out. Yes, I was drawing a picture of a cat. Yesterday, I drew some house plants. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's been. I wanted to paint this weekend, but it was so hot, and I was just it's like very distracting. It's the acrylic. It's not even that. The acrylic paint dries. Oh, okay. And I didn't I didn't want to fight it right. in ninety degree the ninety degrees of my room. So uh, I didn't. But it's gonna get cooler, so maybe next weekend. Fingers crossed. And also we'll watch some more stuff. Yes. We'll figure something out. There's a lot of stuff, yo. We've been watching nine one one. Like when we have time to watch something, that's what right. we've been watching. If we do watch anything, that's what it winds up being. Because it's like Digestible. Yeah. It it gives you enough character that you care about and enough what the fuck and then but doesn't really ask you for too much in addition to that. So. But it keeps you engaged. I think so. But also don't eat while you're watching that show if you're at all Swedish mm. because all of a sudden things will be happening that you didn't see coming. Did not wish to see. Because it's a Ryan Murphy joint. He likes to be shocking. I, I have feelings about Ryan Murphy, but we can discuss that another time. He doesn't care about your feelings because he's so rich. Right. I don't care about his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Um, okay. So next week, Castle Rock, Season 2, Episodes 9 and 10. We're uh-huh. closing it out. Uh, and until then, if you have questions or comments or concerns, you could find us on the internet. You can find us on Twitter at LatecomersPod. You can find us on Facebook by searching Podcast, or you could email us at LatecomersPod at gmail.com. And until next time, I remind you to take your medicine, and we remind you, better late than never. You look like an angel. Walk like an angel, talk like an angel, but I got wise. You're the devil in disguise, or yes you are, devil in disguise. You fool me with your kisses, you cheated and you schemed.